Welcome back to Strictly Footy, lads. Yes, this is a Sunday pod, or maybe Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever Spotify decides it actually wants to put it out. Sorry, boys, for last week. We know we got it out on YouTube and Apple, but Spotify decided to poo itself, basically. Yeah, so. bro, I don't know what happened there, eh? Like, bro, I'm so... Here's a bit of insight. Every every time I do the, the Wednesday one, I'll do it on Tuesday night and schedule it for 5 a.m. the next morning, right? Because if people are driving to work like me, then it's out for them then. Um, or supposed to be. Um, and then what, by the time, you know, pe- a lot of people are waking up, it's up. When people are on their lunch break, it's up, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's what I wanted out. It was out on Apple. YouTube, which I didn't even know... <laughs> Didn't even know it went there, but it did. Went there. Spotify. I was checking throughout the entire day and it wasn't there. Um, I don't know if there was an issue for anyone else or maybe it was just my phone, but yeah, checked it the next morning and there it was. So... I don't know what happened. Yeah. Anyway, boys, we're coming back to the um, season review and preview uh, series that we've got going on. We're up to the Melbourne Storm. Now, I don't think there's been a hell of a lot of off-season moves, so we'll do what we can well, for the preview. Well, what what was reported today, we'll get into. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that uh, when what when we get into losses and, and games. I guess, I guess so. We can do that, uh, but we've got to get straight into straight into the uh, review for their 2023 season. Let's do it, Tom. All right, talking about expectations coming into the season, I feel like. We projected them to be a lot higher than most of the fans. I feel like fans were, some saying they weren't going to make the top eight just because of all the losses they had, the experience in the four pack. And uh, I think we might we might have to take a little bit of an L on this one. I don't know about that. I think I still had them third or second. Yeah, uh, I just I still think they weren't as good as what I was expecting. We well, we still we we were under the impression Pappenhausen was coming back earlier. Oh yeah, too. that's true. That's true as we well. We were under the impression they were gonna get him back in round ten. He wasn't gonna have all the setbacks and go to America and this and that. Yep. Um but yeah I did expect them to be a bit better than they were. You didn't really see, you know, the old fashioned Melbourne Storm humping at all this year. No. Um and I think their attack was just really bad. I think a lot of their players had down years. Um, Munster is the one that I can think of off the top of my head. Olam's probably another one. But just overall, man, just very, very lackluster. I think they were lucky to scrape a few wins out early in the season because otherwise I think they would have been finishing a lot lower than they were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with how, how close uh, the comp was on some of those points there. Teams that come fifth were like t- in basically the position where they could lose yeah. a top A spot in the last two rounds. So it was crazy. Um yeah. Now I wanna I wanna pose to you a question first before we before we move All on. Right. Right. We'll keep talking about the song. The comp being even this year, right? Was it a result of everyone getting better? Or was everyone weaker? And I that brought parity parity into the league. Well I think lower teams and mid tier teams generally got better. And I don't think teams took massive hits, but th- there were teams that, that did drop in form or so, drop some players. So I posed to you like Melbourne, right? Yep. They lost the Bromwich boys. 
Yep. Kafusi. Brandon Smith. Yep. And I think that's about that's about the major ones. Am I forgetting someone? Uh, Kafusi, the Bromwich boys, uh, and Brandon Smith. I mean, you can count Pappenhausen if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yep. But you f- you get what I'm saying, like. The Storm got significantly weaker. Yep. The Panthers, yes, they four-peated, but they still got weaker. Yep. They still lost Happy Coruscant. Mm-hmm. They still lost... Um, Burton. No, but, that was the uh, but before that. No, there's one more. Who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? Please remind me who I'm forgetting. Kick out. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. I forgot, because he didn't play at all, basically at all this year. Um... But they lost them too, and then you look at, you know, teams like the Sharks that just stand, stood pat. They didn't move. Um, the Warriors obviously bought in, got better. Um, Broncos bought in, got better. So maybe it is a result of people getting better, but I don't know. I just think for the parity to happen, the Storm had to get worse for other teams to get better. I think the Roosters had to get worse. For other teams to have a chance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's good for the game. Oh, 100%. I'm just saying, like, I don't want people to heavily invest in there being parity in the NRL now. Because I think maybe some of these teams, they normally, like, we look at the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. They had one year where they went all the way down. They were trash. Then they went to play in where they were mid. And then they won championship. Yep. So it's like, for Melbourne, are they starting to go through that phase where that dynasty is kind of fading? They're going to go through a little bit of a slump and then it's going to be like pfft, straight back up. Yeah. So I think I think Melbourne isn't a team you can really write off yet. But the only issue with them is for me is this was this was Craig Bellamy's almost his most, most disappointing year as coach. Yeah. Apart from the salary cap ones. And he was almost on the brink of um, retiring as a coach. He's yeah. only signed another one-year deal, which I honestly think will be his last year. Well, no one knows. No one knows. The bloke can't make his mind up. <laughs> he, he, he did say it was like Cameron Munster or something that decided that like, I, I don't like think how? that was true. I don't think that was true. I think he wanted to come back for another year, prove that, you know, he can coach a, a roster that's not as star-studded as it used to be. Um, yeah, I think that would have been a major thing for Bellamy as well. Um, you've seen that in, I like to use another analogy from another sport, Bill Belichick for the Patriots. Yeah. Now that's not going great for him. Yeah. But, but they're, but they're in the similar position, similar position, right? Yeah. They've gone through their dynasty. Now they're going through their slump, trying to build back up. And I know Melbourne hasn't dropped out of the finals yet, but I think if these teams just continue to build and get better every year, I think they're the ones that look the most likely to fall off. Yeah. Because they got no forwards, man. No forwards. They got for, like they got heaps of forwards, good forwards. But the pack is very small. Yeah. Very small. Apart from and the people go, what do you mean, Bo Nelson's the biggest player in the NRL? Yeah, I know, but like he doesn't play. It's, they're not using him correctly. And outside yeah. of that. And outside of that, they're very small. Yeah, exactly. So I'm right again. <laughs> Liero, maybe he's like tall, but again, he doesn't play big. Like, they don't have a big Liotta or a JWH. Like, an, yep. you know what I mean? Stop using Nelson as a second round, man. We'll get into that. But season expectation, I expected Nelson to be a lot better than what he was. Oh, we'll get into that. I'm a assuming, lot better. I'm assuming you got him as a disappointment then. 
Uh, we'll get into some quick strengths and weaknesses, and then we'll move on to those shining lights and disappointments. So, yep. strengths, I've got coaching. I feel like the coaching staff is really good. Yeah. Um, Bellamy's been in the business for ages now. Um, they've always had good assistance coming through. Spine, like Pappen. Well, oh, they didn't have of Pappen course. This year, but yeah, but Meany still played well. Yeah, Meany was still playing play good. Well. Munster, Hughes, Grant, like. Do they have the best spine in the comp? Probably. Ooh. Probably. Okay. So, so how are we judging this? Is it by sheer face value? Or performance. What do you mean? Because if I'm talking best spine in the comp, to me the Panthers are the best spine. They have won three comps in a row. Okay, let's go value. Like face value, like yeah, just looking value. at the names on the paper. But if you're building a team, which spine are you taking? Penrith. Okay. They've just won three comps. That's that's what I was saying. Like, but they do have all these other pieces around them. I understand that. Do you but reckon if you give Melbourne? the rest of the Penrith team. You just replace the spine players that still win three comps? I honestly don't know. They don't have Nathan Cleary. Yeah. And like people will say, but what do you mean? Harry Grant and Mitch Kenny are worlds apart. <laughs> I've got news for you. They're not as far as apart as you think. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's... That's a little bit of a wild I've got news. But, <laughs> Unfortunately. But, I understand the point in that sometimes it's not about how much star power you got in the spine, but how how well they click. Well, let's take it back to another sport. Let's take it to the Brooklyn Nets of past who had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. Everyone's going, bro, this is the best three men in the car. This is the best three men in the league. These guys aren't going to lose the game. Guess what? They won one playoff series in their entire tenure. Denver Nuggets have one superstar. One best yep. player in the comp, around with people who suit his game. He's got his, he's got his Robin, which is Jamal Murray, which I would argue is Dylan Woods, to Nathan Cleary. Yep. And then everyone else just fits his game. Everyone else does what they need him to do. Good call. Denver Nuggets, better team than that team, Brooklyn Nets team ever was. So to me, if I'm starting a comp tomorrow, and they say, do you want the team that just won three comps in a row, or do you want the team that has four stars who are struggling to score points? I'm saying, run me the three-peat. Yeah. But yeah, cool. if we're talking about names on paper, then yes, Melbourne, it does. All right, cool. What are your strengths outside of coaching and spine? Um, I think just some of the talent awareness, talent finding, talent development. That's the word I'm looking okay. for, development. Um, Will Warbrick, very raw prospect, came in. Do think he became a tad overhyped during the year. But was outstanding for the Melbourne Storm. Save your coats, bounce back year. I think I'm glad they stuck with him. I know they didn't really have a choice because they didn't really have any other wingers. But uh, I think Eli Katoa. I think they did maximise him a bit. I think he was awesome this year. Um, Josh King thought he had a pretty standout year. Nick Meany. Like they they still managed with these players and with all the injuries and losses that they had to maximise and develop the talent they had on their roster. And to still come third, even though we were just bashing them a little bit, it's still a big achievement. Yep. And I still think they are a scary team in the comp. you got Melbourne one week, you're like, oh, we're going to get pumped. Well, maybe that's just me from the team I support because I can basically go into every game saying that. Uh, bro, I really can't wait till we do this for the Tigers. Really can't wait. But 
I think Melbourne's strong point too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a bit genuine, lost, man. I've just got coaching in the spine. Oh, I'm a bit lost. Because they don't have that. I- I'm gonna they say seem to have that identity that they had. I'm gonna in say years past. I'm gonna say patches in a good way because they'll have games where they're grinding it out and they're stuck in like a twelve all six all and bang twenty minutes of just blowing you off the park. Now it's thirty to twelve and we're yeah. running home. So those patches, those sparks that they can put on, I think that's one of their real strengths. Just how dynamic their attack can be. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be like that for not even 80 minutes, 60 minutes, 50 minutes. It needs to be there for over half the game so you can pile those points on, which is what they were doing the year before when they had... No, not the year before. The year before the 2021 storm with Nico Hines. That was one of my favourite teams to watch. They put 50 on the Tigers in the first half. They were the best attacking team I've ever seen. Ever seen. And they need to somehow get back to that. Now, I know Pappenhausen is Pappenhausen, but is he Pappenhausen? I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? No, not at all. So Pappenhausen is Pappenhausen, but is he Pappenhausen? I think he is. No, but you don't, you're not, you're not, <laughs> you're not, you're not getting what I'm saying. So we know Pappenhausen, right? Mate, just explain it. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's right, what I'm doing. Yeah. Ryan Pappenhausen, we know he's like superstar Ryan Pappenhausen. Yep. But after everything, is he still, is he still Ryan Pappenhausen? Oh. You feel what I'm saying now? Now. You're picking up what I'm putting down now. Now, I'm going to... I'll go with yes. I do think so too. I'll go with yes. Only because when he came back, he still... He looked awesome. awesome. He looked awesome. Oh, one person I forgot to mention in my talent development, Mr. Falonga. Drop my pen. Insane. He's he's a star. Now I think people going out on a limb and said I'd be throwing seven hundred k at him. I think nice. this is why you're not the <laughs> head of football. But I would definitely be trying to get him. Let me just say that. Let me say that. So I think a strong point for Melbourne this year was they were able to develop some younger guys, which I think after losing the older guys, you need that new generation to yep. step in. So I definitely think that was a strong point for Melbourne this year. Yeah. Now, we both picked Falongo out before trials last year as well. And, Did uh, we? Hmm? I'll give you credit for that. Oh, okay. I'm I'll, I'll, I was going to give then. us both credit for that. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just saw his name pop up in the... Uh, I was looking at the development contracts... On the NRL And website. you're like a guy named Falongo, he's got to be gone. Exactly. I did say that. I, now, look, I've seen but it's a just lot got of that highlight ri- His name's just got that ring about it. I've seen a lot of highlight videos where guys are, yeah, they're quick, they're good at stepping, whatever. And I, I did think Falongo could could have been just one of them. But I did, I did mention his name. And he came out in trials, scored an 80-meter try, looked, he, looked electric, and then he just vanished for a little bit. Hmm. And then came back into this Melbourne side against the Baby Broncos, and tore him, tore up a new one, earned him a spot in the Samoan team and in a team that got flogged. Mm. I thought he looked very nice, very very nice indeed. So, yeah, do they find a spot for him in the team this year? We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I thought for a long way. 
boys. It was incredible. Uh, now, weaknesses for the Melbourne Storm. <sighs> pack. I've got their forward pack. That's the first But not necessarily their forward pack itself. The size of their pack and the player profiles that they've got. I just think it's almost how they're using them as well. Yeah. Well, I think... I think Big Nelson's been forced into this role because they literally have to play him like that. Granted, Eli Katoa was out for a while um, with that eye injury. But just their front rowers. Their front rowers. Christian Welch, Kamakamika, Tepai Maroa, and Alec McDonald. I'm not saying him disrespectfully. I'm saying I'm pretty sure that was their fourth one. That is... Unfortunately, Christian Welch, fresh off an ACL injury. Kamakamika, a bench guy by trade. Alec McDonald, uh, you know, an NRL level guy, but a bench guy. Yep. Tepai Maroa, probably at the same level. Yep. Then you look at Penrith's pack. Brisbane's pack. Look at the Gold Coast pack. Like, I don't know. What, I, they Even you, you go to their second rollers as well. Yeah, they, they go... NRL level talent, but just get... Just, but just he's, get his work. He's the average NRL player. Eli Katawa could be something special. He's the gem. He's but, the gem. But, but right now, he's not at the point to be... Well, I think... I, th- I think he's probably a top 15 back row. Yeah. I think he had a, 20, a around that bit area. of a breakout year. I think people are reading a little bit too much into the stats. Just yep. the eye test kind of told me. I, I think there's still a bit that is left to be desired in his game. But, like, Josh King, I think, is a starting and a real forward. Oh, yeah. And I was even calling him or Max to play for New South Wales this year. But, see, see here's the issue with Josh King. It's not that he's not an NRL-level talent. Or that he's not a good lock. He's a decent lock and all that. But you look at other NRL teams. Mm. Like, like let's just let's just go through them now. All right. Yep. Hang on. Let me get the ladder up so I don't so I don't miss anyone here. Like he, he's not bad. And like you said, he, he was almost on Origin level talent. But yeah. you got Yo Carrigan and Melbourne's king. Yep. Tohu Harris. Yep. Knights, you can go Adam Elliott. Which I'd say he's probably better than Adam Elliott. Yep. Sharks, uh, McInnes or Finucane? I'd probably take him. Oh, McInnes is tricky, but Finucane, Radley. yeah. Who? Radley. Uh, under Radley. Horsburgh, take. Cam Murray. Cam Murray, Hopgood. take. Hopgood, Connor. take. Connor, take. Jake Trebojevich. Uh, I'd Gilbert. take Josh King. <laughs> take Tom Gilbert. Um... <laughs> Titans, what, Aaron Clark? Nah, bro. You're not an Aaron Clark guy. Don't even mention no, his name. That, that's who they were starting. Nah, don't right? mention his name. Isaac right. Liu. Whatever. Isaac Liu, you'd take Josh King, I'd mm. say. Um, Bulldogs, they've played like 50 It's going to be Curran this year, Curran. won't it? Probably take Josh King. Just oh, I thought you were going to say Josh Curran then. I was going to say, no, <laughs> be taking Josh DeBellin. King. DeBellin. DeBellin. Whoever you want to put for the Tigers. Well... Polo, Bateman, whatever. You want to say. Yeah, whatever. Like he's, do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I get your point. Round out the pack, he's probably not in the top eight locks there. Yeah, I don't know. I just think Melbourne. I don't think Melbourne have that many weaknesses, apart from their pack and apart from 
the other one I'll mention. But I've their pack, their pack was just not going forward. Their pack was just behind the eight ball a little bit in terms of other forward packs. Yeah. Not much mobility, not much line breaking ability. Offloads. Well, Nelson was right at right at the top. But apart from that, not much offloading well, ability. Well, Nelson wasn't on, or Nelson wasn't there, or he's playing second row, or whatever. You should, like, Welsh and Karma can make, you'd expect them to step up, but constantly, you'd go there, you'd be like 98 metres, yeah. 105 metres. Like, Karma Kamika was making 40 metres in a finals game, man. Yeah. And I like him. Like, I was really, really high on him coming into this season. I thought he had an outstanding 2022. But he's a bench guy. He's yep. a bench guy. And that's where his impact is best served. And we'll get into this later when I post to you my best 17. But Just another weakness I've got is this season especially, I feel like they were very inconsistent. Yep. Um, those games at the start of the season where they won like 38-34 against the Titans. Yep. Um, they dropped games to the like Knights. Um, but to be they, fair, we saw what the Knights were and they were a good team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Um now struggling um, in some games against teams like the Dragons. Yep. I feel like that Tigers game was a dogfight until when? 40th until minute. until Warbrick decided to score four tries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That yeah. was the Alex Twelve game. That's all we remember that yeah. by. So yeah, I, I do think they were a little bit inconsistent throughout the season. Uh, yeah. Bellamy thought the same. He said it in every press conference. Every time they lost, all he said was they never learned. So. Yeah. I've got that as another weakness. Yeah. The uh, the last one I had was just the inability of stars to stand up. It's 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 starting to get, get on my nerves. I'm not even a Melbourne fan. Harry Grant, man, every single game, Melbourne could have lost 50-0 or won 50-0. This guy, Harry Grant, was apparently man of the match in every game. Like, come on, man. I, I don't hate Harry Grant, and it probably sounds like on this show that I do. I actually don't because he gave me one of the happiest years of my life as a Tigers fan. But I just am I just do I just know nothing about football? I'm starting. See, we've got the same opinion. I'm starting to really question if I just don't know anything about the game because I have rugby league guru and you know the Kemp's, the Beaks, the Timmy Williams of the world telling me that if I don't think Harry Grant's the best hooker in the history of mankind, then I know nothing about rugby league. No, see, I've got the same opinion. Now, I think he's a great nine, and sometimes when he shows up, he can be absolutely brilliant, but I, this is going to sound crazy. You're going to agree with me, but is he better than Happy Chorus here? No, I, I don't he's think not, so. man. He's not. And he's I, not. I love Appy, so there could be a little bit of bias here, but I yeah, genuinely but, think but listen, Appy bro, has a listen, much we, impact on the Listen, game. listen, listen. We had Appy above Harry Grant before he even went to the Tigers. Right, so for me, I'm yep. I'm secured there. I know App, I've always Appy felt that Appy's better. As a nine. Yeah. Appy is a better hooker. He's a better hooker. If 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 Appy Has Harry Grant won a comp? No. No, he hasn't. Ooh. I don't think it, no, twenty twenty he was with you, alright? Yes. Yes yeah, he was. So yeah, he, he still hasn't He hasn't won a comp. Want to comp with Melbourne? Happy Corsair, you can argue he's got all these players, yeah, sure. But he's won comps. I, I, I feel like his impact is bigger on a team. Listen, man. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. I'm not, but maybe I am. But, like, I just... What, what don't I see 
that other people see. They say they see all this background, Harry Grant doing stuff in the background. That's not his job. That's not his job. That's the seven's job. And, you know, and you if know, if Harry Grant Gavin has Carson to do has that, doing stuff in the background. Yeah. Either. Well. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Not, but not really. Like he's. No, but they have different roles in their team though. Like yeah. when you have Cam Munster and Jordan Hughes, you shouldn't have to do that. And this is not a shot at Harry Grant. This is actually a shot at the two halves. What are they doing? Yeah. If they're the two big name, big halves in this comp, why is Harry Grant doing all the organizing? Yeah. But what I meant by that is when they're saying things like, oh, Harry Grant does all this stuff in the background. Yeah, you think... Abby does it too. It's not just Harry Grant being great. Yeah, and they say, oh, he's such a leader. Sure, he probably is the leader, but, like, can we talk about what he did on the field? And can we talk about the fact that, like, I think his service close to the line has become a bit predictable. You know when the dart's coming, you know when the short ball's coming, you know when he's going out the back. I think... He's lost his scooting ability a little bit. Yep. He used to be a great runner out of dummy half. I, I We very rarely see it now. Uh, maybe. and I, uh, It's not like I'm putting Harry Grant as the seventh best hooker in the comp. I think he's second. Yeah, I think he's two as well. I think him I and Appy. pretty close with Him Abby and Appy well. are in that first tier. Yep. And then it's the rest. Yep. But I'm just not seeing this immortal hooker that everyone's seeing. No, never. Do I not understand rugby league? <laughs> Tell me now. I'm happy to be humbled. Maybe we're the worst football podcast in history. I'm fine with that. But I stand on a business. Stand on business. Stand on my opinion. And, and if you've been following us for ages, or did we have we started this podcast before Appy signed with the Tigers? We would have said somewhere Appy's the best hooker in the car. I don't think no, we haven't. But we d- we didn't. We hundred percent thought that though. That yes. So e- try to pull up receipts. Even when it was Let just me try to pull up some receipts. Even before Grant was there, when it was Cheese and Ke- and Damien Cook at the top, we were still we still thought Appy was the best hooker in the comp. I believe at so. At that point, I believe so. I, f- I feel like we were the first people on the Appy hype train. To be fair, well, I, I watched him a lot at Manly, so that that's why I thought personally. I thought Cook was better than him when he was at Manly, but when he went to Penrith, it was a whole whole different level. They just allowed him to play. Play his game exactly how he needed to do it. So, and he was sharing the role mainly with with Manessi. So, anyway, back to Melbourne. I, I I've that's all I've got in uh in uh weaknesses. I don't have any more. What are you looking at? I'm trying to find receipts of us saying Appy's the best hooker in the comp. Nah, but okay, you, you're going to be going back a no, long no, time. No, 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 bro, all I have to do is search up the name Appy in our chat. Yeah, but find it, and then, I'm, like... I'm just looking, bro, what what was the next question? <laughs> the next the next one's awards. Yeah, I have no more weaknesses oh, for the Storm. Award, that was, yeah, neither. We've got a good little yarn here, huh? Right. Awards for the last season. MVP. MVP, far out. Yeah, I've kept it at Cameron Munster. I am not going Cameron Munster. We just just slandered this bloke for about <laughs> 15 minutes, but it is Harry Grant. You went Harry Grant? I'm going Harry Grant. I'm going Cam Munster. I Bro, still think he was the most, no. most important player on the team. No. Mate, games that I saw when Harry Grant was out and Bronny Garlic came in. Shh. Now, Garlic was worse than, worse than Grant. What but was it? I, yeah. I don't think the impact was insane, so I'll, I'll keep it at Munster. 
Jared Parker. What? <laughs> what have I said? When, you when had Appy as the fourth best hooker in the comp. When was this, though? On the 15th of May in 2022. Ooh. Show me. Show me this. That is horrendous. I think you had Brandon Smith above him. That is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> this was the last year. Yeah. Bro, nah, on God. You have me saying somewhere that Coruscant is the best. Patrick Kerrigan, ninth best lock. <laughs> Bro, this... Okay, come on. At this point, that's fair. <laughs> I want to keep looking. Bro, I, I, wa- I didn't know ball in 22, alright? <laughs> I didn't know footy. Like I do now. Nah, these are alright. These all are alright. Right. Okay, they're, they're valid. Okay. They're okay. They're valid. Okay, thank God. <sighs> thank God. Anyway, most improved player on the on the Melbourne Storm. Hang on. Oh, Look at I, it after, bro. Nah, okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, okay, sorry. What was that? Most improved player on the Melbourne Storm. Most improved player. Feel like I'll, feel like you're gonna say Eli Katoa. No. Oh. Oh, that's tough. I'm gonna go Nick Meany. Yep. Same. Yeah. I think I think him or Eli Katoa is the answer. Yeah. It's depending more on who you think improved more. I think Eli Katoa has more potential, so to see him kind of get more towards that level is what I'm looking for. Didn't think anyone expected Meany to play the way he did this year. Absolutely not. Yeah, I thought he was outstanding. I think he was just so reliable, so safe, really never made many errors. Sometimes had few quieter games that he was happy to sit back and play his role a lot of the time. He never really had a bad game. No, I don't think so. Thing. I just think he mix, misses that bit of X factor, but that's what you get. You know, yeah. you, it's 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 Nick Meany. He's out there. He's doing and a great job. And no one rated him this high in twenty twenty two. That's something you got to. No. That's something you got. Yeah, no way. As well. All right, breakout year. I think I know who you're gonna go. So I tried to change it up a bit. Who am I gonna go? I think you're gonna go Eli Katoa. No. Okay. Hi. Right, well, we've both gone Warbrick. No. No. All right. Well, I've gone Will Warbrick. Now I think I sound like an idiot. Marion Sebo. Oh, you love you love Sebo, don't you? Bro, oh. he's a gun. You do. You love a good Sebo. He's a gun. I'm telling you, bro. He's like... You think Billy Smith's good? I think Marion is better than him. Okay. Like... I don't think that's a wild shout. I, I do... I, I'll have Billy Smith personally. I actually... Lo, I actually think this guy has a lot of potential. Uh, I think him with a full starting gig this year, people will see it. Like he's such a damaging runner. He's a he's great in defence. He's got a lot of speed. Like I think if he wasn't injured at the start of the year, I think he would have been there real one locked in. Yeah. But yeah, Marion Sabe, I think Will Rawbrick's probably the obvious answer, but I like my own opinions. <laughs> I like cool. I like being different. Fair so cool. no, I'll, no, I'll no, take I'd... Big Marion. Oh yeah. Plus I have more. I have an agenda to push, so Yeah. <laughs> I've gone Will Warbrick. Um Speaks to me, to me though, basically. to me the rookie can't really have a breakout year because we don't really know yeah, yeah, what he's okay, breaking out from. Enough. In that case, no, no, no you say we yours. You st- yeah, I'm just be, saying I'm this just is saying my in opinion. Your case, I'd go Eli Katoa. Yeah, I'm okay. Just going with Warbrick. Um, yeah, he is a r- rookie now that I think about it. So it's it's not essentially a breakout year, but I think he's gone from 
being the f oh. did he not play last year? Or was it who? Did Warwick not play in 2022 at all? No. You sure? Yeah, because their back line was Coates. Because I remember Ollum, looking at him before Remus round Smith, one and going, damn, he's got potential. Maybe it was from Trials. Yeah, it, it was from Trials. It must have been from Trials. It was from Trials. Okay. Because who did they lose? It was Jennings. They had a mix. They had Iremia. They had Jennings. They had Grant Anderson. Yeah, that was their mix of wingers from 2022. Yeah, okay. All right. So, um, yeah, it went Warbrick. I, I know he's why. He's himself into a, probably a top 15 winger. Yeah. I know why. It's because we saw, like, they need to sort their wingers out. And then, you know, we saw him pop up during trials. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, okay. Hello. Uh, most disappointing player. This is where I've got your MVP. Cameron Munster. Okay. Yeah. Cameron Munster. Oh, Nelson. I spoke about Nelson at the start. Him and Nelson. I'm going to go them. They can share their award, like, first... Like bloody Tamalolo and Cronk, was it Tamalolo and Hain or Tamalolo and Cronk or Thurston and Hain? Yeah. It's always take your pick. Who shared who shared the bloody Dally M that year? What's this? Who shared the Dally M? Which year? Was it Cronk and Tamalolo? Cronk and Thurston? Hain and Tamalolo? Why do I feel like it was Hain? Was it Smith? Let me find this, bro. Why is my ball knowledge fading? Was it twenty fourteen? What year are we talking about? Let me let me just let me just have a look. I think it was Smith Hain. Smith or Hain. That's what I'm gonna go with. It was Thurston and Hain. Oh. And then Cronk and Talmalola. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. I knew Thurston and Talmalola shared one. I knew Hain had a double somewhere as well. Anyway, yeah. go on. Yeah, I'm gonna give them to their share award. I think Cameron Munster, this was the worst season of his career. Oh, okay. Uh, like yeah. for the Cameron Munster yeah. level we know. Yeah. I just think he struggled to make an impact in a lot of games. His side-to-side, -side, jinky, tackle-breaking, running didn't really work this year. Yep. Um, and just just with Nelson, I just thought he'd have such a bigger role this year. And granted, I don't think it's all on him for the way that he performed, but at the end of the day, he's still Nelson. He's still the biggest guy in the field. He's still the most imposing player. And I think he should have done a lot better than that. Yeah. A lot better than that. I've got a uh, future Tiger, Justin Olam. Dude. Come on, we're supposed to hype him up. We're supposed to say... We've got an agenda to push. We have an nah. agenda to nah, push. Nah, Justin Olam, he got unlucky at the start of the season. Was it, I think it was trials that he uh, broke his cheekbone. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He didn't get a preseason. He didn't get trials, bro. So that's that's the only reason he was disappointing. Game Watch when he comes over to the Tigers, plays it onto Benji, bro. I'm a didn't run as hard. Wasn't Didn't have the same impact. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you got, why. Got I'll tell you why. He knew he wanted to come to a better club. Young tournament payer, Marion Seve. That was Craig Bellamy pushing agendas, bro. It's Craig Bellamy pushing agendas. That guy's got to stop with his agendas, bro. Contract off the books, but yeah, I feel like all of them. Bro, can you believe that we just got a Dallium Center of the Year? Pretty much since Adokar left, I don't think he's had the same impact. Listen, bro, I totally wasn't the one saying Justin Olam's most overrated center I've ever seen. We have agendas to push. He's back to a top five center in my books. Alright, most underrated. This is where I could put the big Marion. See, you got Marion Seve. There is a player that I have like a like an agenda. Not an agenda to push. I just <laughs> You're like gonna him. put Moroa. You yeah, put Moroa. Tepai Moroa is my most underrated player. You know how you see Terrell May? That's how I see Tepai Moroa. Yeah, but I'm a knower of ball. Terrell May is like, 
one of the best bench forwards in the league. Okay. Tepo Morora <laughs> can't lace his boots, unfortunately. Just, just wait, wait till you see Tepo Morora. I've seen him. Well, did you did you actually watch the game, or were you just too busy yelling at the Tigers losing? I was too busy pushing agendas, bro. This is kind of, you could put this in a poll, to be honest. Who's better, Terrell May or Tepo Morora? Hey, just wait until the casuals catch up before we do that. Bro, this guy just called all our followers casuals. That's crazy. Guys, I apologize for no, that. I apologize. I'm just saying. Oh. Give Tep Amarara a season. Yep. Coming off the bench for the Storm. Having that, that kind of bench forward role that just comes on, plays, plays 15, 20 minutes. 15 to 20 Run minutes. Running wild. That's all Terrell May is going to Running play. wild. I don't even think Terrell May is going to get a spot on the bench. Nah, I'm being I'm being dead serious. Guys, I think that's gonna be the end of us for today. No, you bro. Thank you so okay, much for no, no, listening. No, 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 we really appreciate your just support. Stop, just stop, just stop. What? Where where are you fitting Terrell May in? Uh he's on the bench. You're fitting him in okay, so run through your pack. Well, off the top of my head, you yeah. put me on it in a Lindsay Collins. Yep. JWH. JWH, yep. I'm doing this in no particular order, I'm cool. just saying the forwards in the squad. Now Butcher. Yep. Siwa Wong. Yep. Victor Radley. Yep. All right, so we Spencer don't have, Lenu. We don't have Crowder. Where's he on the bench? Bro. He's not Crowder. There's oh, only sorry. one Crowder. Crichton. Is he on the bench? Just let me cook, bro. All right. Terrell May. Spencer Lenu. Tupanua or Crichton. Whoever owns it. That's my bench. So you're going... Oh my god, this guy's about to kill me. But I feel like the general consensus of NRL fans will will, will understand what I'm saying. You're gonna take Terrell May over Butcher on the bench. Egan Butcher. Yes. Oh yes, I'll take Terrell May over sixteen Egan Butchers. Okay. And then throw in a couple of this bloody beef this, butchers. This is a man crush now. This is not a man this crush. This is a man crush. This is proof. Oh my days, bro. Oh my. I'm taking Egan Butcher over Terrell May. Bro, but this you is don't a Melbourne know episode. Ball. What is Egan episode. Butcher? Oh, my we day. We can have this debate. Why are we debating this on a Melbourne <laughs> podcast? <laughs> have we... Bro, we spent more time talking about Happy Coruscant than the Roosters. No, we were talking bro. about Harry Grant, to be fair. Oh, so, okay. yeah, fair we'll enough. take it all. All right. Shining take it lights and disappointments. Shining lights, for me, number one, I get he didn't get a lot of play time, but when he did, absolutely killed it. I got Jonah Pezzett. Yes, he killed my team a fair few times and it hurt me a lot now, to watch. I think clubs should be taking a much closer look at this guy because Munster and Hughes are locked in until the end of 2026. I don't see how you could use him as a uh, 14 and he's not going to play any other positions. Munster's not moving a fullback anytime soon, neither is Jerome Hughes. Mm. So, so George Illawarra Dragons. Announce... Flano, come on, go on radio and say you want him. Jonah Pezzett could have the captain. He could be he the could? captain, bro. Hey, I didn't say he was going to get it. I was just saying, it's a possibility. He, he could. DeBellin got it, so if he can, anyone can. All right, we talked about Nick Meany and Sua Falongo. Um, Marion Seve. We kind of went on Eli Katar as well, so. Marion Seve. You're going to have Marion Seve. Beautiful. Thank you so much. He changed my life. He changed, changed a lot. Now Olam's coming to the club because he's so good. Bro, top five center in the league. Know that. Premiership winner. Know that. Disappointments. Justin Olam. Just talk <laughs> about him. 
Nelson, we talked about him. I got Cameron Munster as well, even though he's my MVP. So what the nutsack are you talking about? What? I understand it's quarter to 11, bro, but this guy has Cameron Munster's MVP. Just because it's he's still, disappointing. Just because he's still their most valuable player does not mean I don't know about that, man. I don't know. It doesn't mean he's disappointing this season. Okay. Uh, Fair play. I got Christian Welsh. Now he's coming yep. off an ACL. So Tui Kamakamika. Can cut him some slack. But yeah, he just, I mean, he was a lock for origin and was the Australian prop. So I think to go from there to arguably not a top 15 prop at the moment yep. is pretty disappointing. And look, I just don't know what's going on with this guy, but I hyped him up to be the next big thing. Jack he's, Howarth. He's going to be in the centre. Jack Howarth. He's going to be in the second row. So Jack yeah, we know, mate. I'm going to throw Tarek Sims in there. I thought that guy was going to have a big year, man. Yep. A big impact. And he could just never find his feet. He had a couple of games where he was a real enforcer. He looked really, really good. But I don't know what happened, man. I really don't know what happened to the poor bugger. Fair enough. All right. Gains and losses. Oh, we'll get into preview. You happy to go into preview? Mate, we didn't spend much time on exceeded and disappointing, man. What if I had a few more players? Who else you got? What if I had a few more players? Every Melbourne centre that isn't Marion Seve. <laughs> this guy almost just fell off his chair, bro. He's he's that impressed by Marion Seve. Um, yeah. All right, so we're going to get on to the preview now. I don't know why I stopped you. Actually, let me just think. Josh King exceeded my expectations, for sure. I think he had a bit of a downward to the end of the year, but for sure exceeded my expectations. Yeah, that'll do. All right, just games. wanted to mention him. Who do you think they've gained? Well, apparently they've gained Shawnee Bloor. Well, that's that's if that happens, but outside of that? No one. Absolutely no one. Losses, Tarek Sims, Jaden Nicarima, George Jennings. I got George Jennings twice. Love him that much. Jordan Grant <laughs> and Tom Eisenhu. Yeah, I don't think any of those are really major I losses. I think they've just got rid of, rid of some depth. They're going to have Sean Bloor, by the way. Hey, I saw Dragons picked up Tommy Eisenhuth today. Under the... From the nose of the Panthers. <laughs> sure, the Panthers will re- really go home. And, and I've read some of the it, comments, and they're like, how are Melbourne letting Eisenhuth go given the state of their pack? And I'm like, because he's not going to get a spot. But he's probably not playing why. anyway. Probably why. That's because they got Sean Bloor, let him cook. So, yeah. Uh, Can't wait for another... How the Tigers let him go? Can't wait. Alright. Um, we'll talk about best 17s. Now, I've done it with Justin Olam staying because the ball trade hasn't happened yet. I've got it the other way around. Sorry, I'm going against my own... Expe- I'm going against my own standards. But I'm just too let's, excited. Let's just talk about that a little bit. Yep. And how you think it's going to impact the Tigers and the Storm, respectively. <sighs> well, I think I, I think I sent you a fair... I don't know. Maybe I was going on a rant on Twitter. But... Justin Ollum coming in. Do you want to know, do you want to hear our back line going into round one? Go for it. Jerome Buller. Yep. This is without Ollum. Without Ollum. Yep. David Offaluma. Yep. Brent Aiden. Stafford Toa. Junior Tupo. Okay. You don't tell me Justin Ollum isn't better than... Exclude Probably Buller. Probably Naden. Ex- exclude Buller. He's better than Naden. No, Come no, no, on, bro. No, 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 no. I mean, like, he'd probably replace Nate. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He'd re- yes, he yeah. would replace Nate. But you're taking him over 
both of them. Both of them. Yeah. I'm taking him over both of them. At this point, Folletti, I think Folletti will be better. Yep. Tupo, when he signs, Staines apparently is gone. Whenever they want to let me know about that, because then I can end Charlie Staines' fan club on this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd take, I think we need more of a veteran presence. We can't, and I know we've got Joey Lailua, but come on. Was like when we signed Joey Leilua, Joey Leilua was always known to have ill discipline, yep. to have brain snaps. Same as James Roberts. Mm-hmm. These are the people that they're comparing Justin Olm to, who who is not that type of player. Yeah, and I think he's coming from a Premiership winning environment. He's coming from a well disciplined and drilled environment, and I just th- I think he really fits what we're trying to do. I think he obviously he fits what Benji's trying to do. Yeah. So I think he does too. And it's not like Bloor, Bloor has a lot of potential, but it's not like you're giving up insane amounts when you've got Bateman, you've got an iPad. And just think about a it, young right? Gun in Finu coming up anyway. What's all I'm on? 700k? No idea. Probably about that figure? 600, 700? Really? Is it that much? I'll look it up on Zero Tackle. When did he sign the contract? That'll be the biggest. It was a couple of years ago. 2020 or something. Yeah, it could be up around 600. Let me have a look. So, but for me, I mean, the salary cap's going up. So, they said the average salary now is going to be 500000 Wow. That's the average salary. Yeah. I'm happy to pay that for them. Yeah, I, I do not think that's a bad deal. I, I think, like, we're paying five hundred grand for bloody Latu Fainu. Yeah. And I, Samuel. I think a lot of people are going to underestimate um, how that could impact Junior Tupo as well. Because if you watch... Oh, yeah. You you watch Junior Tupo play, but I'm saying this to, to everyone listening. If you watch Junior Tupo play, he's a beast. Justin he's Olm, a gun. He needs, he needs to round out his game a little bit, but yeah. he could be a gun. And the, be- the best game to probably point that out is the Paramount game, where he just destroyed. I think he scored a try out of try assist, ran 200 metres. Olm is apparently on 425,000. There you go. Nothing. <laughs> I'd take that. Pennies. Well, that explains it, because they are trading ball for Olam. Yeah. Like, I mean, it has got, I think the money kind of has to match. Anyway. Yeah, we have heaps. So, even if it was a bit... I do like it. Um, I do think it's a bit different to the Joey Lewis and James Roberts, because they just weren't re-signed. Yeah. Um, talk about the man going the other way, though. Sean Bloor. A lot of our fans aren't happy about this, and I think Melbourne get an absolute gem. The main stat for me is uh, the 15 games in two seasons. Yep. 7.5 games a year. And he was projected to start 2022, Torres ACL, which is up very unfortunate. And then this year was also unable to really cement the spot. He played really well, and they tried the thing where they shift Bateman to the middle and brought Bloor in. Didn't work. Uh, then they used Bloor off the bench, and he was very good, actually. He was yeah. very good. And I'm not going to say that Bloor's not a good player just because he's going the other way. Like, I actually think he's a gun, but you can't keep all these young players when you're rebuilding a club like this, and you need veteran leaders. And I think what Tigers fans are struggling to understand is, at some point, we're going to need these older players. We, we're going to need them, and Bloor is so in the storm need. Yep. So if we need an outside back, and they need a middle... Or an edge back row. Why wouldn't you do that? You know, you've got Samuel Lafayne who's sitting there now. 
you can probably afford to give Bloor up. And I think it's a great move for the Storm. They get Olam's contract off. They get a younger forward in there to build with their younger pack. Like, sure, Bloor and Ellie yeah. Katoa hit their straps. That's your back row pairing for 10 years. I, yeah, I genuinely think that's that's a good good, good move from the Storm. They don't really need yeah. Olam. They're sitting in reserve. Great, he's playing for the Sunshine Coast Falcons at the moment. So yeah, and that's a waste, man. How, and, the, only and thing, the only thing I'll say there is um, Melbourne have said now that they only see Bloor as a middle. Have they? Yeah. They don't see him as an edge player. When have they said that? It came out the first, like when these rumours first started. I don't agree with that. I think he could be a good edge. Now, he He's a gun edge. Now, I hope if the trade does happen, they do play him on an edge because... I want Tepai Morrell to play, and if War's being used as a middle, Tepai Morrell doesn't get minutes. A middle is nuts, man. But, yeah. I, I think he could be a really good edge. I think he could be a good middle as well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think he could play either, whether that whether he comes off the bench and plays a good of both. Yeah. That could be a good that could be a good move, but, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it pans out. I think it's a good move for both clubs. Yep. I don't see why anyone's complaining about it making mm. a fuss about it apart mm-hmm. from the fact there's the Tigers and people like to do that yeah I don't know man it's a bit weird to me that people you know just have to oh Tigers are too dumb they're throwing a washed up centre he's not washed man like I know he got dropped but how many people has Bellamy dropped a yeah. lot and I know that people say the Storm don't give away people who are good like but really they have before like Players they don't need in that position, they do. Yeah. Hines. Bang. That's probably the best... Could have re-signed him, but they didn't have the money. No. Like, they've done it plenty of times. Bromwich. Bromwich, boys. Brandon Smith. I think they do. So, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe... I, I do think it's a really good move for Melbourne. I th- I think it's a win-win, man. To be honest, uh, maybe I'm biased, but I think it is a win-win. Yeah, I think so too. All right. So give me your best seventeen. Best right. seventeen. All right, fullback. I've gone Ryan Papanazzi. It's over. I think he has to start. I I don't like this agenda being pushed that Falongo should start at fullback with Papanazzi on the bench. I think that's stupid. I think if Papanazzi. That what? Who has said that? Have you not seen those? Uh, please bun every single one of those fans, bro. Blo- <laughs> don't say that on my page. <laughs> Wingers. I got Will Warbrick and Xavier Coates. Yep. So do I. I don't think that's going to change at all. I think they'll they'll probably be there for the next. Five years. Five years minimum. Can we can we put our ball knowledge in right now? Lock ball it in. Ball knowledge. Nick Meaney. Center. Now. With? Who's his partner? Well, here's the thing. All right? Don't troll me. Here's the thing. If the trade goes through, I've got Seve. It's going to go through. If it goes through, and that would mean Nick Meaney plays next to Xavier Coates, which yes, I think could be deadly. Which I think, I yes. think Meany's better side would probably Is be the right. left. Nah, but he was a right winger for the Bulldogs. He played right centre for the Bulldogs. Okay, so you... So I back him to play right centre. And put Seve on the left? Yes. Okay. I back either side, I think. Right. if It depends. Seve has played left and right. It yep, depends okay. where he wants to play. If but, Olin oh, stays... I, I just got in my head that you were talking about Olin. Yeah. Yeah, if, I'd start Meany on the left. If Olam stays, then I've got Meany and Olam. I think Coates is a different player mm. than what he was when Olam was dropped. I think that could open yep. up Olam's game. 
especially if they get Bloor playing that on that edge, that could help as well. Mm-hmm. Munster had an off year. Like that whole edge was was pretty mid yep. this year. Yep. So yeah, I'd have Olam if if he if he's still there. Otherwise, I'd have Seve. I've gone Seve and Meany. Meany to play on the left, Seve to play on the right. You yep. got me confused then because you're talking about Olam. I was like, Olam's on the left. You can play Meany on the right. But yeah, I'd have. I, I think Meany can definitely play on the left. He can play either side of the ruck. That's why he plays oh, fullback. Oh yeah, yeah, same. But I'm just saying, if Olam's there, I'd have Meany. I'd just keep Olam on the left. If if Seve's there, yep. I'd play Meany on the left. Yeah, I think it's an easy. He's a bit of a plug and play Meany. So wherever he goes, I'm yeah. comfortable with him. And like, a hundred percent honest. If you're gonna fit Falling into the side. Whether or not you like Meany in the centres, which I actually do, yep. there's nowhere else for him. Yeah, it's got to be He's centre or nothing. Yeah, yeah, I... And you can't have Meany nothing. But Pulpapin isn't in the centres, bro. Crazy. <laughs> Alright, six and seven, Ken Munster. Munster, Jerome Hughes, yep. That's, that's locked in. Now, I've got Nelson and Christian Welch starting as the props. I've got Christian Welch. Yep. And I've got Josh King. Oh, here we go. I want some size, man. Here we go. I don't mind it. I want some size. I think he doesn't really... His ball playing, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'd rather him just play 55-minute stints in the front row and give me that tackling, it's that front-line ability. Here we go. Rev it up. I, li- I think Rev I prefer him in I the front row. I don't mind it at all. And I like Nelson's benching back. The only reason I got him starting is because I want some size. Yeah. And I don't think there's other starting props. But if you're going to put Josh King there, I'm interested to see who you've got at lock now. We'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. Nine. Harry Grant. Harry Grant. Cool. Uh, second row. I've got Liero and I've got Katoa. I've kept Liero and Katoa as well. And I don't think they'll change it. I don't know. I've got it. Josh King. I've got Nelson. Oh, okay. Because I think... So Carrigan, I don't think, is the strongest ball player. I think he's a good ball player, right? But I'm using his kind of model. He's an offload machine. Can Nelson play that? that but Nelson, though? Nelson's what? an offload machine. That's okay. that's the Melbourne style fo- footy I want to play. Do you move Josh King to lock when Nelson comes off, or no? I mean, we'll see when you when no, you, you don't because you'll right. you'll see. Now my bench, I think, is a little bit weird. Uh, the bench props I've got Karma Kamika and Maroa. I've got Bloor and Maroa. Okay, if Bloor's there, Maroa goes. Okay. Oh, so Karma Kamika. Just wait. Right, we'll, we'll run through it. So if Bloor's there, I'm picking Bloor over Maroa. Okay. Yeah. For now, because I've got Olam in the team, I'm going to go Karma Kamika and Maroa. 14, I've got Falonga. So do I. 16. Now, this is a massive toss up between three players. Yeah, I've, right. I've kept it to garlic. Yeah, fair play. Now, because he can play a bit of second row. Mm-hmm. So, if Liera or Katoa do need to come off, that's fine. But I do also not want Harry Grant playing 80 minutes every game. And I think... Yeah. Far longer at 14. I don't think he's going to come on at 9. Yeah. So, I've I've just kept Garlic there to take some of those minutes as well. Yeah, look, I don't mind that. So, you'd be playing a bit of second row and a bit of bit of 9. Uh, well, unfortunately, your boy Morales going... <laughs> It was a toss-up between him, Jack Haworth, who, I mean, at some point he's going to come into this team, I hope. Yep. And uh, Joe Chan. I was impressed with him in the in the few games that I got to see of him. But I don't think he's a lock by, by, any, by any means. To be on the yeah, bench. no, I agree with you. Um, 
I've got Falongo fourteen. Yep. I've got Bronson Garlic sixteen. Yep. Sean Bloor. Yep. Come Kamika. Yeah, I don't mind that either. I think Tui comes on and plays the thirteen when Nelson comes off. Bloor takes Welch, and when Josh King wants a rest, on goes Nelson to the front row. Beautiful. Don't mind it. I so should really be a coach. We have we have similar teams, and you know I I don't mind your team either. I I wouldn't mind if Melbourne ran into round one like that. I just think it adds so much more size, man. Yeah. I wouldn't be against them starting your boy, to be honest. Tepai? Yeah. Far out. Here we go. Uh, he's not better than Terrell May, but for the fit of the side, like I wouldn't I be against it. I don't know it. if he's better than Terrell May, but I see them as similar, which you're going to think is crazy. But just, watch Melbourne. just watch, Melbourne. watch Melbourne this year. I feel like is going to have a big season. Anyway. Fair play, mate. Fair 20, play. 24 awards to finish it off. Yep. MVP, I've gone, Ryan Pappenhausen. Oh. Big call. Big, big, big call. I think he could open this team right up. I like it, but I'm not going to go it. Okay. I'm going to go H-, H. Grant. H. Grant. Harry Grant, all right. I don't know, I was just calling him a fraud. Well, I didn't really call him a fraud. But yeah, I think he is the best player in the Melbourne Storm, on the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, okay. And I think I think it'll take a little bit for Pappy to come back, um, to his best. And I think right now Harry Grant is better than that. Yeah, and look, guys, when we go on about these rants about players, it's not because we think they're bad. And players. we're we're gonna it's say some dumb stuff. Overhyped, in our opinion. Like not we, like I don't think Harry Grant's overhyped. I think people just because his name's Harry Grant, they just look at all these other things and really overreact to them. Yes. It's like, oh, oh, look at his leadership. That's like, bro, that's a normal rugby league play. Yep. And we go on about, like, Will Warbrook and stuff. Like, Warbrook had a great season. Yeah. Michael Ennis, every single time he scores, he oh, gave him oh, gave him, <laughs> he gave him sevens. Curtis Morin as well with Michael Ennis. That, are we going about him? Yeah. Like, that's not because they're bad players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, bro, sure. Like, it's a commentator. Shh, 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 shh. And Guru. Oh, yeah. Oh, Guru loves it. <laughs> Guru. <laughs> he loves a bit of an overreaction, old Guru. The rugby league Guru. Listen. If you went to Bulldogs... If, I, if, you, you, if you watch a Bulldogs game and you had to pick one of those forwards, and I said one of those forwards play Origin, who'd you pick? I'd pick Curtis Moran. If you, if you didn't watch the Bulldogs ever, you'd never seen rugby league, you want to pick out their best, their best player? Best okay. prop? Curtis Moran. Orange? Got yeah, day. for sure. Listen, if you sat me down on the weekend and you said pick the pick the ten time <laughs> representative forward, you pick Curtis Moran. That's all I'm saying. Like that type of stuff is like what, what? Like Harry Grant, I felt had somewhat of a disappointing year. Hmm. And you finished like top five in daily. If you'd never watched a game of rugby league before, and I said sit down and watch this Tigers game right now, and tell me you're watching the greatest fullback of to- all time, you say yeah, Dream Buller, because I've never watched rugby league before in my life. <laughs> He's the greatest fullback I've ever seen. Uh, and because he is the greatest fullback in history. Most improved player. My one might interest you. I'm might interested. Interest you, but like. It's a bit, it's a bit out there, and no disrespect to him, no disrespect yeah. to him at all. Yep. I just couldn't see anyone else taking a massive step forward. Yep. I got Trent Loyero. Yeah, I think that's fine. Another year in first grade. I, I do understand your logic. Again, next to Munster, could be next to Olam, Beanie, someone like that. The, the, the whole edge is is looking better. 
And so I, I do think he will improve. I just don't see a lot of these other guys absolutely exploding past what they have. Unless I'm going to go Eli Katoa. That was my other, other option. Mm. I, feel like it'd be, I feel like it would still be more of a breakout year if Eli Katoa yeah. popped off. So yeah. I'm going to go Trent. Twenty four games. No Olam. Oh, here we go. Give me my boy, Seve. Here we go. He is gonna be a top ten center by the end of the year. I stand on that. Are you, are you, is that actually? I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead. I'm being dead serious. Is this my agenda that I'm pushing for the entire year? Oh yeah. Every tackle break, you will know. That. He's emerging. <laughs> All right, so what would you do? No, he he's actually my pick. What would you do if Comrade won? Melbourne. Book a flight to Melbourne. Up. Go straight down to Melbourne. Go straight to the head coach's office. Get Bellamy. Put him in a strangle. <laughs> turn into Draymond Green. What are they going to say? You're going to say, what if he's not there in round one? Yeah, what, if, what, if, what if they decide to go to Grant Anderson? Or Young Tom well, that's when they should say, hey, Craig, time's up, pal. Are All you right. here to sabotage us or what? Cool, break out you. 24 games. No, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. Um, if they get Bloor, I'm going to say Sean Bloor. Alrighty. If uh, they don't get Bloor, that's tough. Alright, well, oh, pardon my testy pop. I'll go Ellie Katar. If Bloor's not there. Okay. Uh, I'm going for none other than... 24 games. So far longer. Yeah, look, I thought about it, but I just don't know if his role is going to be that significant to the point where he's going to have, like, a heaps breakout year. Yeah. I, I feel I like the two fullbacks thing hasn't worked. I don't... Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think he's going to have as big an impact as people are thinking. Mm. But he's definitely going to get bench minutes. Yep. And I think a lot of them, whether that actually I'm just very interested the team to, or not. Yeah. Because I feel like... He came on for Melbourne. But like, you had to move Papineers into the middle. Yeah, and then he just it. snapped his leg in half. Like, what What was that? What was that? They're pain ass running at him all night. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, you've just come back from three major surgeries. But, hey, Suofalo, come and play lock. Suofalo looked good. Yeah, but, but he looked good. So I'd throw 800k at him. So it worked. They did lose 26 nil to the Broncos, uh, you know, but... At least Suey looked good. Hey. Eh? <laughs> That's right, 800k at him. He can look good in the 26-0 beaten side. No, but for real, yeah, no, I think he'll have a good year. He's a, what we're saying is he's a beast. And he look, he, he's Again, good, people are going to be like, you guys. <laughs> like, he's a beast, he's good, but does it suit the team better to move Papineers into the middle? No. no. <laughs> it doesn't suit Papineers better either, but bro. They, but you know they're going to do it. And I think well, it's, you know what, your boy, 24 minutes. 24, 24 minutes, games. 24 games might come off. And one of them will go to the no, 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 no. 24 games is not coming off, bruh. <laughs> he doesn't come off for the whole season. Even when the siren goes, uh-uh. I'm uh, captain's challenging the whistle. Game hasn't stopped. He's just ran up seven tries while everyone else is in the sheds. Add them to the stats. One, one's to Record-breaking 140 one. tries. Three ones to watch. Mm, not sure if I can be right. I only have two eyes. And I can't focus on two things at once. No, it's okay. It's all right, mate. You can have three. Uh, ones to watch. Twenty-four games. 
Nah, Nick Manny in the centres. Right. He will be there. Come on, guys. We know he's going to be there. And Ryan Papanelson. I haven't gone anything like... See, your ones to watch it seems to be like... Like when there's a position change or someone's yeah. coming back. My yeah. ones to watch is always like guys that could come through. So mm. I like that difference that we've got. I mean, I'm going to pick it again. I'll pick it every year for the next 10 Check years. Jack Haworth yeah, has ones to watch, whether he comes in in the centres instead of missing the 24 games. Or he comes Bro, in. don't whether, disrespect. Whether he's the second row. Bro, don't yeah. disrespect him. Uh, I've also got my boy Joe Chan. Who I thought, <laughs> if, if there's injuries, I back, Your boy. Him, I back him to go onto the bench. Your yeah, my boy. boy. My boy Joe Chan. <laughs> boy. Your boy. Joe Chan. The other one. Zip now, it up when you're done, mate. Now, it'd have to, have to be some injuries for this one <laughs> This one to happen. Uh, Gabriel Satrick. Why are you looking at me like that, bro? He's a beast. Yeah? Now. What position does he play? Hooker. He's the best fullback in Harold Matz, bro. <laughs> best fullback in Harold Matz. He, he's a Queenslander, so he's up in Queensland, so he can't play Harold Matz legally. Legally? Legally, Probably. yep. He'd get arrested. <laughs> the minute he stepped on the field at Harold Bass, they'd send the whole Raptor nah. squad down there. It's illegal. <laughs> anyway. Stone him um, in the middle of the city. I'm not sure he's 18 yet. Right. He could have just turned 18. Uh, he's playing in the under 19. Sorry, he's not Swali. Queensland. He's not Swali, so he can't play. Sorry. But if there's a few injuries, I could see him maybe getting a debut off the bench. Um, what, can't hear you, mate. Down. Harry Grant over Origin. Can you hear me now? I can hear. All right. Uh, if Harry Grant over Origin, if they don't want to bring Wishart back to the 14 or something like that, he could get a chance. Hmm. I doubt it, but I just wanted to add him because I, I like his game. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. I can't knock Look, out. he probably won't play Kid this year. Well. He'll, play at some, he'll play at some point <laughs> in his career. Uh, Wild take, though. <laughs> he'll play NRL at some point. I reckon point. he'll play within the next <laughs> 10 years. He'll play NRL at some point. Uh, yeah, don't know if it'll be this year, but if he does, he's one to watch. For sure. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Melbourne Storm. An hour and six minutes on the Melbourne Storm. You guys, man, clap it clap it up for us, man. Clap it up. An interesting team. Uh, they do have a they do have a lot of interesting stuff going along, to be fair. But is it as interested as, uh, interesting as the Tigers getting Justin Allen? I don't think so. Is it as interesting as me seeing the three final boys in our kit? I don't think so. I think that's pretty interesting. He might get the fourth now when he is eventually... Well, that's my boy. Can you you know? I was on Abby, FaceTime Abby with him. Manessi, I was on FaceTime with him. Abby and Manessi reunion. And Talon Silva can just... Play fullback off a of bench. Yeah, he's the best fullback in history. Thank you. Listen, <laughs> if you sat down, right, and watched the game of SJ Ball, and I said, "Who's the greatest fullback in history?" You point straight at Tarn as well. <laughs> kick and play, kick could be anything. You look oh. straight at it. All right, so you mentioned it is as interesting as the Tigers. I feel we've got an interesting team to talk about next week. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 95% sure we've got the Newey Knights. Mm. Next week, they've got a lot of Super League players coming over. One uh, which is injured. Yeah, one one that's going to miss the start of the year. Yeah, apparently. Out a few the, weeks the, of pre-season. Which they say in round one, it could be out. Ooh. 
which is a big timetable, so oh. it must be serious. I think I know who they'll put to replace him, but we'll talk about that next week. Dylan Lukey. Well, yeah. Don't need to watch the episode now, guys. I just spoiled it. <laughs> Sorry. It. No one watches to this part anyway. S- skip the rest of the skip the rest of the hour and a half that we're yeah. talking about the New Knights. Don't don't even worry about it. Unless you're the Knights Network. Well you guys would probably be waiting for about eighteen years for it to come out because of Spotify, so Has Gabriel Satrick played yet? Let me let me know on, on Yeah guys, by the time this is uploaded it might be twenty eighty. So just let us know, you know, if Gabriel Satrick has played. Is he the future immortal? He could be anything. Just quickly, you've hmm. had a few. You've had a few seasons where you've had multiple guys come from the Super League. How is it? <sighs> Good. It's exciting. Um, I thought Oliver Gildart was going to be the top Mate, ten center. I remember but like, come on! Both the, of us but the highlights package—the guy was cooking, bro. Both of us were high. The guy was cooking. Bateman, we obviously know how good he is. He was amazing this year. People don't want to give him his flowers. Give the man his flowers. Jacko was very good. <sighs> Stop rubbing salt into the wound, mate. Yeah, no. You want me to rub more salt into the wounds? Or, or we'll just leave Go it. Go on, do it. it. I was watching watching the interview with uh bloke in a bar, Jackson Hayes. <laughs> he said he wanted to be there forever, man. Did you watch it? Broke my heart, Did man. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh. And you know what? Everyone thought he left because... Because he didn't want to play seven? Not the case. He's like, I'll do whatever. I don't care. He said, yeah, I was going to train a preseason at lock. He said the said John Bateman he, he said the John Bateman thing was a lie. Yeah. He said the rumours came out that I didn't want to play with that, a certain that someone. That interview, I, I gained so much respect. Same, bro. So if you're listening, to the, if you're still here. Jacko, please. Melbourne fans, if you're still here. Please, can, you know, please. Everyone clip this and send this to Jackson Hastings, please, bro. He's my adolo. He's my adolo. Please. Yeah, no. That interview got me into other, other player interviews. Like, like, Mate, what a guy. Did you watch that as well? Yeah. You've been watching these? Nice. Did you watch the Gus Gould one? Nah, I haven't. Oh, I'd go watch that. Go watch There's that. not I'm much of an interview. It's just Gus talking for an hour. <laughs> I'm watching the Willie Mason one at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's from two years Is ago. Is that featuring Tyson Gamble, bro? <laughs> He's well, a big Tyson Gamble guy. It's two years ago, so. Yeah, big Tyson Gamble Tyson guy. Gamble's time. Yeah. I remember I wasn't too happy with Tyson Gamble once. I commented on the Tigers... Post, Tyson Gamble should never play NRL ever again. He liked my comment. I swiftly deleted it and blocked him. <laughs> now he's killing it. He might not even play next year, to be fair. He'll play. Where? Kid can play. At six, bro. Come on. We're not going to put Cogs? Jack Cogger and Jackson Hastings are almost the same player, bro. Cogsy. Could have. It's Cogsy. You see what he did in the grand final? Oh, bro, a parent fan on Twitter said he's the third best halfback in the comp. <laughs> I said, big day. Big day, brother. After Nathan Cleary and Is Brad he Schneider. Luke Brooks? Is he Luke Brooks? Oi, I've got insights in the Penrith Panthers camp. Yep. They want Paul Alamotti to play the Spencer Lenu role. <laughs> Did you watch that as well, bro? We're watching the same things, Guru? Yeah. Yeah, they want him to be the next Spencer Lenu. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Alamotti known prop <laughs> He's only going to put on 80 kilos And he'll be there Don't worry about that Don't you worry about that No prop <laughs> I was going to bring that up as well But decided we waffled enough oh. 
Oh, Paul he's Alamotti. Nothing no wonder he was team. trash in the centres. He's a bloody front rower. Come on, man. Fox was playing outside of bloody forward. <laughs> no way. Listen, if that happens, Guru is one of the immortals. If that happens... Put him next to Joey. And it actually works. Ivan Cleary, probably potentially greatest coach in history. Mate, he's what's going to happen with Paul Alamotti, right? He's not going to play. He's going to be developed at Penrith. He's going to be signed up by another team. He's going to be actually... He's going to actually be good. Yeah. Wherever he plays. He's going to be solid. I'm not sure how he's going to play Spencer Lenu's role. Neither. (laughs) (laughs) Was blown away when I heard that. Listen, if Guru... I'm not hating on you, mate, because mate, you're the, the one that's being told. Be scared. You've got to face Fisher, Harrison, Liotta, and then come off. Then the Alamotti comes on. Alamotti comes on. What? This guy's goose stepping in the middle of the field. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's a center. <laughs> May as well put me in the bloody back row. Chuck me in there. I'm clear. Do you reckon you could develop me into a half decent footballer? I need a follows tag on Monday nights, bro. Kid can't tag. Hey, it's good. Who will take over? It'll be Lindsay Smith. And they'll probably have... Um, what's his name? Come on to the bench. The, pro- the prop that they've got signed for the next five years. Liam Henry. Could be Liam Henry. Could be him. It's not going to be Paul Alamotti. I'll tell you that much. Well, if it is, Guru is one of the most knowledgeable people of all time. Kid by Mid Nostradamus. Kid could be anything. That's all I know. And I know that Paul Alamotti would not be a prop. He can't be, man. He is the 17. But it's just so outlandish. He's not going to play the Spencer Lenu role. Bro, I don't understand how he could. (laughs) He's not a front rower. If if they can manage to do this, bro, all credit to Penrith. Like, it was outlandish. Outlandish. When I heard that, I was like... Gus, you're using him wrong the whole time. Gus, he's not a centre. He's a bloody front rower, you idiot. How's he going to come on and replace... Potentially the best front row pairing of all time. Greatest Kiwi forward in history. <laughs> How's he going to replace him? No, oh, man, I actually can't listen to it anymore. Why? I will be listening to ev- every round review for three hours. Nah, like, I enjoy that. their podcast. They're very entertaining, but sometimes I just hear some takes. So I'm like, sometimes they have really good takes. We don't do I know stuff. football? Probably not, because Denon Kemp is an ex rugby league player. A lot of respect for Denon. I don't know, man. I feel like his takes are pretty. Yeah, no, he, he's he's pretty modest. And when it, like when he doesn't know something, he always just, he'll admit he's, it. He's like he think he like he talks about his point and like he kind of has like a questioning tone. About yeah. It. So like you know that okay he's yeah kind of guessing based on his knowledge of when he played what could be happening. Yeah, which I really respect. I yeah. respect like all of them on that panel too. I just feel like you should, like. Don't take yourself too seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if we're laughing at something, we're not, like, they're like, Guru, you're a dork. You're a fool. Like, we're just, la- like, we're just having, a cr- like, a laugh, bro. It's not that deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. What's the time? 11.20. 11.20. Got completely blue balls today. I thought Manchester City versus Liverpool was tomorrow, and then I found out. Nope. Australia just played Bangladesh. No, oh, not in... that? Not in the cricket. I'm watching that. In the football. It's done. We won 7-0. <laughs> Potentially eight. <laughs> Double check. <laughs> Think Egypt might have won eight one. Over who? I'll tell you. So Australia did win seven nil versus Bangladesh. Um and Egypt. 
Egypt came away with a 6-0 win against Djibouti. Djibouti. And Qatar beat Afghanistan 8-1. Yeah, I saw that too. All right. Well, that does me. Does me too. All right. I've been waffling for about 15 minutes. I know. Sorry, guys. I feel like every time we record late, we just start talking about nothing. Um, Hopefully, this pod's up on time. If it's not, let us know how um, your man, how'd you get, what's your kid's name? Gabriel Satrick. Gabriel Satrick. Let us know how he went. Let us know if he's um, won a Dally M. Let us know if he's played in the Origins. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get that all sorted out. Thank you guys for listening. We will catch you for Newcastle Knights. Newy Knights. Kid reckons it's Newy Knights. If it's not, apologies. Hopefully Wednesday, not Thursday. Uh, stay blessed, stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch us on... To Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday <laughs> hopefully. We just said. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye.